Tyrant. Do not adjust your frequency. This is a message from the resistance. Hi, I'm Phil. Hi, I'm Mark. Welcome to Organized Fun, the board game podcast, where this week we've got a mini-sode for you about artificial intelligence. Ooh. But as usual, business first. So you were going to check in your McDonald's Happy Meal book, have they ever done any board game-related Happy Meal toys before? Did you manage to have a look? Oh, yeah. So I've had a look. So the book does only go up to the year 2000, from like the beginning of McDonald's to 2000. Okay. So we're fairly up to date. Well, actually, no, we're 23 years out of date of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but just to give you idea this will be part one so looking through it i only found one example yeah of a board game type thing and this is like not there's obviously like word searches and stuff on boxes that's not a board like game that. and there's like a sort of you know that sort of pinball type you know it's like a little silver ball and it goes through like a little maze that's not a game is it we're not counting that right no that's not a board game that's a puzzle that's like okay. a yes yeah so not puzzles or anything so the only thing that i can find is from germany in 1994 right it's the dinosauria memory so there's, it's a card game it's like a yeah. memory card game so you get a little pack of little squares of all pictures of dinosaurs excellent and you have to put them all face down and then you take it in turns to flip them up and if you get two the same then they get taken out of the thing okay so it's, yeah, yeah it's just like memory maps that. isn't it yes so yeah there were 16 cards in each box and each had a different picture of a dinosaur I'm not sure what the reason was I think it was just we like dinosaurs it was sort of like the 90s where everyone liked dinosaurs I didn't realise did you say only in Germany? Yeah, like, so it's only certain places do certain Happy Meal promotions, so all different weird. countries have different things. Yeah, it's all sort of depending on what's happening in that country, I suppose. But these were I mean, actually like... by Ravensburger, so you've got the little Ravensburger logo oh, in the corner. nice. So they were, you know, official sort of Ravensburger games, but yeah, not really sure why it was just Germany. Yeah, because everyone loves dinosaurs. Yeah, but that's it, actually. I was surprised. I was expecting more stuff like that, but it's pretty much all through the history of this book, it's just literal like toys like Disney toys and Mickey Mouse although Mouse. I mean you said the book only goes up to 20, 20, 20 2000 maybe the last 23 years have been absolutely packed with board game related <laughs> happy yeah toys. we'll have to have a look maybe it just wasn't in then but yes cool 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 spontaneity is key right well as I said then this week we're talking about artificial intelligence which is like it's a fairly current thing isn't it that all in the news people using artificial intelligence to submit like essays and school assignments and to write reports you know you can use it for anything so we thought could you come up with a board game using artificial intelligence will you know more about this in the games world than me is there talk of it in the sort of you know with not in the games world oh I mean there's the big discussion about using AI to generate art isn't there but no I haven't heard anything about like chat GPT being used to actually come up with a board game idea but then who would brag about it if they did yeah, but who who would know how would you know exactly what if the last game that we played was generated by AI no one would know you could just stick anyone's name on the box they would probably make more sense of a rule book than actual people well shall we put it to the test <laughs> okay so I've got the chat oh, so again so I've got the chat GPT hang on what is it called again chat GPT yeah I've got it up in front of me here and you can type in what you want it to create and okay. I mean you can 
can make it fairly specific, but maybe we should put in sort of a theme and the type of game it should be and a, a few sort of bullet points and just see what it comes up with. Okay, go for it. What do you like? You like animals. Okay, so an animal-based game. An animal-based board game. Hang on a second. So, like, if I put... Do you have to tell it, like, rules for an animal-based really? board game? Or rules and outline for an animal-based board game. I mean, we can, we can say, is there, like, a type of game that we should say? And should it include certain things? Like, it has to have, like, a, a time limit involved, or it needs to have... Okay, well, let's say, all right, an animal-based board game featuring, I don't know, set collection. Yeah, there we go. Featuring set collection. And what is, what would be good? I was going to say sort of like some cooperation. Okay. So change it to cooperative board game about animals featuring set collection. Cooperative. Animal-based board game featuring set collection and, or just put featuring set collection and see what happens. Yeah, go for it. Okay. We could do like another one that's a bit more featuring set collection. I mean, that's just one sentence is going to generate something. So I don't know. It might be quite generic. It might, I don't know how it decides. Let's see. So it's thinking about it now. Here we go. Wow. It is going. It is doing the whole lot. Yeah. What's it called? Oh my God. I don't know if I can read out all of it. Okay. It's come up with Animal Kingdom Quest. Oh. Animal Kingdom Quest is a cooperative board game designed for two to four players. Players work together as animal conservationists to collect sets of different animal species, rescue endangered animals, and protect their habitats. The game is played on a modular board that represents diverse ecosystems around the world, and players must strategize and communicate effectively to achieve their conservation goals. So, components of the game. A game board, a modular board with different ecosystems, jungles, savanna, ocean, etc., each with spaces for animal cards and habitat tiles. Animal cards, a deck of animal cards representing various species, each with unique characteristics, habitat requirements, and point values. Habitat tiles, representing different habitats, forests, rivers, deserts, etc., that players must protect and enhance. These tiles have different effects on gameplay. Player tokens, tokens representing the conservationist team members used to move around the board and collect animal cards. Threat cards, a deck of threat cards representing various challenges and obstacles that the players must overcome. Rescue tokens, tokens used to rescue endangered animals from the threat of extinction. Conservation action tokens, tokens used to perform conservation actions such as habitat protection, animal relocation and education programs. Score tracker, a scoring track to keep track of players' progress and total points. Actually, it goes through all the setup and everything. I'm just going to go to gameplay because it's got so much yeah. detail. The game is played in turns with players working together to achieve common objectives. On a player's turn, they can perform up to three actions, choosing from the following options. Move their conservation tokens to an adjacent space. Collect an animal card from the current ecosystem if they are in the same ecosystem as the card. Protect habitat. Spend conversation action tokens to protect or enhance a habitat tile. After the player's actions, they draw a threat card and resolve its effects, which may introduce challenges like habitat destruction or the arrival of invasive species. Players can collaborate and strategize during their turns, discussing which animals to collect, which habitats to protect, and how to address threats effectively. It goes on, you can trade animal cards. Here we go. To win the game, players must complete specific set collection goals, such as collecting sets of animals from specific ecosystems or rescuing endangered species. The number of sets required depends on the game's difficulty level. The game ends when players achieve their set collection goals or when they lose by allowing too many habitats to be destroyed or endangered species to go extinct. And then it goes on, there's loads of like variations and, and stuff wow. like that. Which is quite good. It is, it's sound, like there's a lot there. When you look at it though, it is quite generic yes. in a way. I was going to say, so Sarah sent one, just a horror-based board game, and it's come up with Nightmare Manor. Nightmare Manor is a spine-chilling, horror-themed card game designed to immerse players in a suspenseful, thrilling experience. Players must navigate the treacherous halls of an eerie mansion while encountering monsters 
monstrous creatures, ominous events, and terrifying encounters. The game lasts approximately 30 to 40 minutes, during which players strive to survive and escape the nightmarish horrors within. Modular game board, deck of event cards, a deck of encounter cards, and escape cards, player tokens, health tracker, etc. And then you move your player, draw an event card, take an encounter card if you're in a room, and then you can escape if you've collected enough key items or fulfilled specific conditions. That sounds quite good. I'd play that. <laughs> I'd play Nightmare Manor. <laughs> it is quite similar to the animal one. When you look at it, it's turn, collect, effects. It is that if you boil down the sort of games that yeah. we play, it does boil down to that. And I feel like that's what it's done. And I feel like a lot of games start with that. You can use that as a basic, and then you need to sort of add in the quirky extra things that are sort of weird that it wouldn't come up with. Yeah. On its own. Well, like I, what, what, I wonder, what is its knowledge base? What is it using? To, like, how does it know what makes a board game? <laughs> See, I did I tell you I did try to do one the an organized fun one. No. Where I said create an original turn-based board game based on the games podcast organized fun. What did it say? So well, I mean, I don't know if it I don't know where it gets information from. I don't think it got like podcast information, but it, it create it came up with organized fun, the ultimate game off. Organized fun, the ultimate game off is a turn-based board game that brings together the best elements discussed on the podcast, organized fun. In this game, players take <laughs> on the roles of podcast hosts, each representing a different fun activity, event, or theme. The goal is to attract the most listeners' points by organising the most exciting, entertaining, and unique events. To win, players must strategize, use special abilities, and engage in friendly competition. So, in terms of the components, it, it's sort of done game board, listener tokens, event, host tokens, and the gameplay is roll a set of dice to determine the number of action points available for this turn, and then the action phase, spend the points on various actions such as organise events, each card represents a unique event with a specific listener value, spend them to attract more listeners by taking listener tokens from the supply, podcast special ability, each host token has a unique special ability that can be activated by spending AP, at the end of each turn players organised events are resolved. You see, so, it, and then there's a networking phase, a podcast discussion phase. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's not really, it's it hasn't done it as a board game, I think it's mistaken it for a sort of events, the word organised fun, mm. as events, but yeah, it's, I don't know where it gets stuff from, and it, it is a little, once you start putting in quite a few, they do come up fairly similar sometimes. Yeah, there's like buzzwords, isn't there? Like, it, it knows about decks of cards, and it knows about tokens, and it knows about whatever. But all I've, but all I've put in in those times is create a game base, a board game based mm. on this. If you put a bit more specific stuff in, I think it would get more, like, it would change it up a little bit, I think. Okay, how weird. Let's go, right, you know, we said cooperative animal-based board game. Yeah. What if we had a cooperative set collection board game, but let's go, okay, featuring animals, racing cars, and ghosts. Is that, is that all? Yeah, go for it. Okay. I think it's going to do pretty much the same thing, but it will just add in those elements. <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> Animal Caravan Ghostly Race is <laughs> an exciting cooperative board game that combines elements of strategy, teamwork, and a dash of the supernatural. Oh. Players work together to collect sets of animal cars, race their cars around the board, and navigate through haunted challenges to reach the finish line before the ghostly spirits catch up with them. So it's a race course with haunted locations, a deck of animal cards, which you need to collect to advance your cars, and then basically uh, you roll the die and go around the board, but you collect animal cards as you go along. Fair enough. That's pretty cool. Oh, to win, players must collect the required number of complete animal sets and race all their cards to the finish line before the ghosts catch up. If successful, the players win as a team. Nice. Don't get caught by ghosts. Okay. So I think it is useful to get sort of maybe the mechanics of a game set out and then you can add in a few other elements that you want 
want to that's a bit more creative. I don't think it's so creative that... I mean, you could yeah. make these. You could. Well, that's the thing. That's what I was going to say. Because like one of the discussions, particularly around the uh, AI art, is that obviously it it uses existing artists' art styles and blend, and like blends them and adapts them and stuff. So there's that whole sort of morality issue, isn't there, of like, well, where is the AI sourcing this artwork from? And should people be compensated for that? And obviously they absolutely should. But with this, it's very generic, just board game mechanics. You can't copyright a board game mechanic and it's not making it, is it? So even if you use this to generate an idea, you would then still have to come up with all the cards, design the board, do the, you'd have to still make it. So it's probably not as dodgy, is it? I mean, you could type in, no, I suppose, oh, yeah, I don't know, I was going to say you could write your rule book for you, but you need to type that, sort of tell it what it's about in the first place. There's no point, really. I wonder what it knows. What if we described, describe something simple, Yahtzee. Describe Yahtzee and see if it comes up with Yahtzee. What's Yahtzee? Uh, like a dice rolling, a game where players roll five dice and score points based on rolling the same numbers, rolling sets of numbers. Roll it to five and excite is an exciting rolling game for two or more players where players aim to roll sets of numbers using five six-sided dice. The game combines strategy and luck as players try to maximise their points by collecting sets of numbers on each roll. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Would oh, you rather play Yahtzee scoring, or roll oh, it Yeah, look, scoring categories. Players must decide which scoring category they want to fill based on their dice roll. There are several oh. scoring categories. Ones, twos, threes, fours, five, sixes, three of a kind, four of a kind, full house, small straight, large straight, chance, and five of a kind. Hey, it has it's, just come out with Yahtzee. It has just done Yahtzee, but not called it. It's called Roll It Five. Sounds much better than Yahtzee. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Oh dear. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> so you could be creating something that's already been created in a way that you just don't. I know Animal Caravan Ghostly Race could exist somewhere just called yes. Animal Race Ghosts. <laughs> animal Race Ghosts. Ghost Caravan Animal Race. <laughs> yeah. Well, I suppose, yeah, if you're like, I mean, if you have, I'll just put in, create a game that uses paper and pencil. Like, say if you've only got a few things and you want to play a game and you haven't actually got a game on, you've only got a few things. Yeah. Like around you, could it create something that you can just make up there and then? Like, so I'm typing create a game that uses paper and pencil and a glass of water. <laughs> like, and then uh, it could be useful for that if you haven't got the stuff. Yeah. Here we go. Aqua Doodle Challenge. Whoa. <laughs> it's a creative and fun game that combines drawing, quick thinking, and a glass of water. This game can be played by two or more players and is perfect for social gatherings, parties, or family game nights. What do you have to do? Set up a, oh, place a glass of water in the center of playing area and provide each player with a blank sheet of paper and a pencil or pen. Decider goes first and then the player start. The player dips the tip of their pencil or pen into the glass of water, ensuring it's wet but not soaking. The player starts drawing an object scene or concept on their sheet of paper. The drawing must be done quickly without lifting the pencil or pen from the paper. Mm. The drawing can't use words, letters or numbers and then you have to guess what they've drawn basically. Oh, Just with go. a wet pencil. <laughs> Just with a wet pencil basically. <laughs> That's a good idea though. There you go. Nice. So it could be, yeah, you could just create what you've got around you. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. Like if you're in a car or something, what would you have in a car that uses... No, okay, we we'll, we'll create a game that can be played on a long car journey. Oh, but that's just going to be like, guess what's out the window, I bet. <laughs> It'd be like I Spy or like Count the Cows or something, won't it? it yeah. I love the titles that it comes up with. It doesn't make them sound great. So this is Road Trip Adventure Quest. <laughs> Wait, what was the other one called? Animal Adventure... No, Survival Quest. It's... You know the Animal oh, one? Challenge. Oh, the animal hey, one. That was Animal oh, that Conservation was, um, Quest or something. Animal
Animal Kingdom quest. There you go. It loves a quest. Oh, here we go. What do you need? Oh, the objective of Road Trip Adventure Quest is to collectively create an imaginative story, solve puzzles, and embark on an epic adventure during your car journey. <laughs> Hang on. How to do? Oh, this is a complicated one. So you've got to give out everyone a notebook and paper, choose a games master. Oh, and the games master describes the setting and the beginning of the adventure. Oh, it's basically like a role-playing game, but in a car. Okay. And then everyone contributes <laughs> to the narrative and creates a character. During the journey, the, the games master and players work together to incorporate real-world elements into the adventure. For example, if you pass a scenic waterfall, it beca- could become a mystical location in the game. Right. Basically, you're on a car journey and you're getting ideas for your role-playing game okay. in the car. Sounds... It's making it sound that it's what it does. It does quite poetic wording for everything. So it makes it yes. sound amazing. So it says, Road Trip Adventure Quest transforms a mundane car journey into an exciting and collaborative storytelling experience. It encourages creativity, teamwork and exploration, making the time on the road fly by as players immerse themselves in a shared adventure. Plus, it's a great way to learn about the places you're passing through. Wow. But actually, it's a pencil and paper and make up a story in the car. <laughs> well, there you go. That is so I'm like what it's what good is, for is is the marketing and the blurb for boxes that's, yes because it makes everything sound amazing that's what you could use it for once you create your game describe it in the right if it, it could write you your marketing material 100% yes I think you know here's here's a spoiler alert listener but we have not done our fake game so far this year but when we do we should use chat GPT to think of it for us <laughs> oh could it do what if you come up with a new expansion for the board game Fireball Island like how does it know how specific can I don't it be know if it, I don't know if it what's it called again Fireball Island yeah I don't know if it's allowed to like go into the to web specifics. and get stuff out of the web and specifics I don't th- but where I does it get it from then if it doesn't look at the web well because I think people input into it and chat to it and the, all this shit that we're putting into it it learns from it just I learns don't think it, I don't if I said like to write about you or something it wouldn't be able to sort of like find you on social media or anything like that and get it I don't think it's allowed to do specific stuff like that here we go come up with a new expansion of the board game Fireball Island Fireball Island Lost Legends is an expansion for the classic board game Fireball Island the expansion adds new elements challenges and excitement to the base game making it even more thrilling for players in Lost Legends adventurers are drawn to the island by rumours of ancient artefacts and treasures hidden deep within the island's treacherous terrain components new island sections including treacherous caves, hidden temples and dangerous swamps. Artifact cards, adventure cards, treasure chest tokens, explorer tokens, additional fireball marbles, so it does creatures, know. rule book. So, oh, it also includes a cooperative mode in which players work together to achieve a common goal such as stopping the awakening of a powerful ancient evil. So, I mean, yeah, it, it does fit in. But it knows about the marbles. There's nothing like... Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. That's quite scary, isn't it? Everything else is fairly ge- generic, but no, it does know about the marbles. <laughs> well, scary, isn't it? But yeah, I think more people will use this to create stuff. And I guess the more it learns, the more then the more specific it could get. I, I don't really know how it works. Don't really understand. No. <laughs> it's like magic. Yeah. Well, that's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. And I wonder. I don't know. Would you come clean if you were a big 
board game company would you be open should you be open about whether you've used ai or not no i don't think it's well it depends what it's for as i say you could use it as a base thing and then okay that's got the basics and now i'm going to go in and edit it and add my own stuff and add on to it's not stealing from anyone no although it, it did basically recreate yahtzee yeah i know but there's probably so many rip off yahtzees out there in the world anyway true and i wonder if it knows like it knows it has to change just enough to avoid legal <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe, I don't know. I maybe giving it too much credit that it knows way too much it... <laughs> yeah i suppose and i wonder if how different if you put the exact same search term in again you know like a cooperative set collection game featuring animal like whatever would it come up with exactly the same each time or would it not know that it's already done that one and come up with something completely different no i don't think so because when we were doing the, on the the doctor who we were writing our doctor who episodes mm. every time we put add a cliffhanger it was pretty much the same sentence at the end of each one going where will they go now as they entered the th-? it was all right. the same poetic language yeah, yeah, yeah. Again. It it's does very good at sounding like it's clever but maybe it's not as clever as it sounds it does use the same buzzwords yeah so that's where I think you could just go in and change it yourself but as it's like a start if you're starting from scratch or something maybe it would be useful to yeah play what you feel Okay, well, I guess before we finish, this would be a good opportunity for a poll, wouldn't it? Well, ask the listeners, how do you feel about the use of AI in the board game sphere, the board game industry? And we'll see what people say. Yeah, but yeah, probably going to be a no. I think artwork is different. Yeah, artwork is different. But just as an idea generator, I don't know. Depends. Cool. Okay, well, thanks been a bit of a weird one hasn't it been a bit of a <laughs> just a bit of a play <laughs> there they go i've oh ask it to come up with a sign-off speech for the end of a board game podcast episode oh okay i put i put the word speech in and it's done a speech go for it do it <laughs> no because <laughs> give us your best delivery it's really long okay it's too long it's written ladies and gentlemen board game enthusiasts and dear listeners, I stand before you today with a bittersweet mix of emotions. Oh no, because it's done the final one as, a, as we bring the curtain down on organised fun. Ah, oh, come on, go for it, go for it. It's been an incredible journey, one filled with laughter, strategy, camaraderie, and of course, a shared passion for tabletop gaming. When we, when we embarked on this adventure, we never could have imagined the amazing community of board gamers that would grow around our podcast. You, our loyal listeners, have been the heart and soul of this show. Your feedback, engagement, and unwavering support meant the world to us. Thank you for being part of our tabletop gaming family. As we reflect on the countless games we played, dissected and celebrated, we can't help but feel a deep sense of gratitude. We've explored the sprawling worlds of epic board games, delved into the intricacies of game mechanics, and uncovered hidden gems that might have otherwise stayed hidden. Do you know our what we should do? Always... <laughs> it's just going on and on and on. The pages I wonder if we it. could get it to write a whole episode for us. Maybe instead of doing a fake game, we just do a whole episode that was being scripted by <laughs> Chat GPT. <laughs> oh, I like I like the ending that it's done though. Oh, yeah. This could be the new ending. Keep rolling those dice, strategizing those moves, and sharing the joy. <laughs> That's quite good. There you go. Well, okay. I've been Phil. I've been Mark. And remember, keep rolling those dice. Oh, what was it? Strategizing those moves. And sharing the joy. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye, Ludophiles. Bye. Bye. Normal service will now resume. Good night. Good night.